And I didn't notice at the time. I didn't notice until after we were done that he was wearing a MAGA hat, which I think is quite progressive of me to be able to not How even notice How do you notice not notice that? that? Yeah. It, well, I just wasn't even well, you know what? to it. But. You have, clearly, you have a history of not noticing things that are pretty fucking obvious. This is true. As I've said, my judgment is highly, highly suspect. But at one point, he started in. He started in on abortion rights, and, and, and so he starts asking me questions about it. And I thought, what a, what a I'm thing not gonna, for two white men to talk well, about. Why not? I'm not going to. Well, the oh, thing is, fuck. I'm not going to get. I, I thought I can't. Or I don't want to get into this argument. This guy said, "No, I like. I think we should kill all babies." And he said, "What?" I said, <laughs> "I think kill." I said, I think killing babies is fine. <laughs> babies suck. I said, have you ever had a baby? The babies suck. They're needy and they're mean and they're destructive and they ruin your house. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. that the Literate Ape cast is recorded for adults with adult themes and language. If you are easily offended, best to cover your ears. But then why listen to a podcast, dumbass? Let me read you a piece that I started working on. Um, I know that, uh, you know, uh, people have heard the podcast, so they know, and I'm starting to get people going, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, But I've been, for those that are not paying attention or need to pay attention or who gives a fuck... (laughs) Um, I've been writing fictional stories about how it feels to be divorced. And this is the beginning one that I'm writing right now. And, 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 and you'll understand exactly what I'm saying when, when I read the beginning. I just want to read it to you, if that's all right. Please. I love story time with Don. At a certain point in between nights doused in whiskey and self-pity, the therapy of the few friends still willing to listen as he spun through the shattered life he'd been dumped into was drying up. Either he could see the dull, oh fuck, not this again, look on their faces, or he was simply growing weary of revisiting the horror show. Regardless, he found himself lying about her when other friends or family called. The fictions somehow made him feel better, and given the marriage had been fictionalized in its own very special way, felt like symmetry. Laura? Oh, she left. No, nothing like that. She kept it a secret, but she was picked in a lottery to be cryogenically frozen until the climate disaster had been ironed out. Seriously, she's in cryo-freeze underneath Area 51 as we speak. Laura doesn't live here anymore. No, no divorce. Turned out she was an operative from Korea. Yeah, double agent embedded into American society. Exactly. The marriage was part of her cover. A beard? Yeah, I guess that's exactly what I was. Car accident. Her head rolled right out into I-15. A seven-year-old girl found it, thought it was a fake head. Peace Corps. <laughs> She's somewhere in Indonesia, I think. Hippos ate her. At, as strange as all of these bullshit excuses were, they were not as weird, as outlandish, as the truth. And so this is kind of, yeah. you know, in terms of the writing, um, it has been incredibly... Uh, therapeutic. Yeah, to, it uh, to it's surprisingly therapeutic, and I don't write a lot of fiction, so this has actually been a real. It's a good exercise uh, for just, you. It's just a, a leap right into. You're flexing to different muscles. So there's, fun. there's. Yeah. I, I, I'm enjoying them because you're. It's still Don Hall, but it's a different voice. From Don Hall. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I, I almost said refreshing. It, it is refreshing. Not that reading your other stuff needed required me to throw cold water on my face, but like it's yeah yeah it's like oh this is it's just different it's variety it's it's great um, it's also 
right on time. I mean, this divorce couldn't have come to more perfect time because, you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So, oh, there you go. We, I didn't even know that. Where we can talk about um, your mental wellness, um, your mental health, which is fine. As you're which going, is fine. Yeah, yeah but you're, you know, you're still going through the trauma of what you know. That's oh, I got mental health. I've got a lot to process. One of the things, yeah. uh, but you're Joe going through it. You're writing I, to help, was good, help you was get that, through it. Yeah. And then and there's, one of the there's things also, I thought was interesting, Joe. There's said Dana's this. there's Dana's mental health that it's it's unwell, in my professional opinion. And I was a doctor on the radio. Well, you were a doctor on the radio. Years, no, but so one of the things I think about. is very it's very different from uh divorces past, we'll just say. Um was <laughs> that uh that <laughs> was that after, especially after the second divorce, and I, I, while Alice and I were not married, it might as well have been divorces. That I really did. Once I kind of uh, was out of them, I, I really wanted to make sure everybody knew what a fucking victim I was, mm-hmm. and how hor, you know, and oh, and how horrible. And it's like I'm just not. That's just not interesting. I've done that, and and I found that it was sort of, it was bereft of any kind of useful information. So yeah, I, I don't feel victimized at all. I feel uh, shattered. I, you mm-hmm. know, I feel devastated, but I don't feel like uh, like anybody did anything wrong to me. You know, it's well, not. But, they, it, it, but it, they did. Well, I you know again, I don't think it's something. Again, I and I do believe as much as the culture wants to say that intent doesn't matter and impact is everything. I really think intent does matter, and I do not think. Anything in this divorce was intended as malicious on either part. No, it's like, you said, no like you said last intent. week. Like you don't. What are you yeah. going to do? A dog bites you. Dogs bite. I mean, yeah. That's... And so and so and so. With that yeah. in mind, it's like yeah. So and, you know, you wanted to you wanted to, to start off with the, sort of like a wellness check. I, I'm doing fine. I had uh, I had that moment after sort of a I want to say probably two weeks where I, I just all I wanted to do was drink and sleep. And drink some more, and stare and walk in circles in a two you know in a two room apartment. Yeah, and yeah. you know I mean I just just you know just well, aimless shit. But Sunday morning I had this I had what I call my great Santini, and for those unfamiliar with the movie, it's a Robert Duvall movie where he plays this super brutal asshole drill sergeant father. And uh, I you know I kind of woke up and I kind of heard. Robert Duvall in the back of my mind saying, all right, you you self-pitying little fucking twat, get the fuck up off your ass. You have shit to do. No more, f- none of this. None of this fucking shit, you little asswipe. And I got up and went, all right, you're right. I got I to gotta get the fuck up. I got to get my shit done. And I'm going to the gym. And I've been going to the gym and actually working out. And that's been really good. And if there's, if there's one thing I'm like, ah, oh, well, that gives me something to work on is I've probably gained five pounds just in the last two weeks because mm-hmm. I've been drinking and eating so far, which got, you know, Hey, in terms of health, yeah, it's better than like wasting away. I don't want to become a giant round fucking fat boy. Like I used to be because I'm divorced, but I figured two weeks of overeating cheese and it, and it, yeah. a lot of it's just cheese, a lot of it's cheese. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I bought a lot of fucking... I was like, hey, I can go to the grocery store. Fuck you. I'm getting... And and I can get all the cheese, and I can eat every bite of it, and nobody can say, you didn't save me any fucking cheese. You know why? It's my goddamn cheese. cheese. Who am I saving it for? I live alone in the fucking world, so I'm going to eat all the fucking cheese. But it's, it's, again, great timing for a divorce, because now it's time to get your, your breakup body 
in order, which coincides with bathing suit season. So, you know, you oh, gotta, no, I'm, you're going to get hot as I'm, shit. No, I don't want to get hot. I want to be the most pathetic. The thing is, I grew my, I'm growing my beard back. The reason I'm growing my beard back is because uh, it's it all good. salt and pepper. Well, it looks good, but it also makes me look older. And uh, and older is not as attractive as younger. So I'm I'm trying to or is uh, it? Well, w- well, without without like maiming my fucking face, you know. I'm I don't want to be even. Uh, no, 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 no. I went to Jiffy Lube today, and the <laughs> the fucking the fucking manager of the Jiffy Lube, just just cute as can be, was flirting her ass off with me, you know. And I was like, oh wow, she's really cute. But there's something wrong with her. And then I went, what? I went, why did I say there's something wrong with her? She goes, because I think she's cute. And my picker is off. My judgment is highly suspect. So I've, <laughs> I've discovered a word. If I like you and I think you're cute or fuckable, get the fuck away from me because this is going to go very, very badly for me. So maybe the only people I'll be able to date in the future are people I find completely horrifying. And and then, at least my picker will be good. At least maybe they'll be nice to me. I don't know. Well, you could overcorrect a bit and then find your happy medium. What The concern that I have is that you, you talk about the last two weeks as if you've been dealing with this divorce for months. You've been dealing with this divorce... For two weeks and yeah, I'm, change. I'm Irish. I'm Irish, and that means our our coping mechanism kicks in a lot faster than most normal humans. Emotionally, okay. I, and while while I'm not, I mean, the it feels Wolverine, like a gross generalization. Well, it is a gross generalization, but it's one that serves me. And if it serves sure. me right now, I'm okay with that. Is I'm not I'm not physically the Wolverine. Yeah, you know, I mean, like if I like if I break my arm, it's going to take six weeks to heal. But emotionally, <laughs> I'm the fucking Wolverine. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to heal fast and go fuck yourself. Maybe more like Deadpool, where I just keep getting bludgeoned in my body. You know, just like it's destroyed, and then it just bounces back, and I make a wisecrack. And I'm you're the op- be, you you're know. the opposite of Wolverine because Wolverine's emotions are a fucking mess. Because those don't yeah, actually yeah. heal. He is a traumatized exactly. son of a bitch. He is a traumatized, messed up motherfucker. Yeah. And, and 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 there is the argument to say that maybe I am just as traumatized. I find it interesting. It's sort of like, uh, I don't know if you ever went through this phase because you're about 10 years younger than me. But uh, the thing, I, I remember when all of a sudden, and you know, and this is post-80s, it's probably 90s, but, but, but when, when every gay man looked at you and just knew that somewhere deep inside, you were gay as well. What? You didn't ever get that? There was a part where, when, 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 when all of a sudden after, it was kind of post, post the big scare of AIDS. This is what I recall, especially when I was on Halstead. So maybe it was just that I had a theater on Halstead and Belmont and Boys Town. But every gay man, if you just got to a conversation, they, they made the insinuation that, yeah, you were probably, you just don't know you're gay. You're gay, you just don't know that's you're just gay. A, like, that's you, just a lazy way of them hitting on you. Well, and what I think is, I get a lot of, and I, I haven't heard this from you yet, but I've heard this from other people. It's like, it's almost like they hope that I have this horrible, traumatic reaction. Because it's almost like, well, no, no. You, you take care of yourself because it's going to hit you. Like it hasn't already hit me. Oh, things are going to get much worse. How do you know this? You know, it's like, mm. maybe, maybe I'm not gay. Maybe I really am straight. 
maybe I don't, maybe I've got, maybe I'm handling the trauma the way I, I always say people should handle trauma, I, I t- which I is take suck it up and this. get yeah. over it. I, 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 I yeah. take your point on this. I think the analogy or the connection, the comparison to gay men looking at you and going, yeah, you're gay in there. Some, that doesn't make sense to me, but point taken. The, and yeah, everybody heals differently and you are the Wolverine of emotions, the emotional Wolverine. Or, or, or I am completely shut off and the avatar of toxic masculinity. Yeah. And hey, I, you know what? I See, I'm one of those that believes that memories get repressed on purpose. Yeah. You should not unearth repressed memories because there's a reason your brain repressed them. Yeah. I, and you got, you my, know. My concern is that I don't, you know, take however long you need to whatever. But there is no timeline on this. I think that things no, hit no. you differently. Like you'll run into her in the apartment complex and you'll see some, you'll see her or hear her in the apartment complex that will trigger like a, ah shit. And that'll set you back a day of David, emotional strength. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm if not I, saying if, it's going to happen. I, I'm just saying, if in two ready, weeks, if in two weeks I'm walking, I'm taking my trash out and I see her and all of a sudden I start slamming my hand into the garbage thing, like slamming it and breaking the bones. That's totally a normal non-mentally uh, ill. That is a totally normal response. If I suddenly start eating trash, like stuffing yeah. aluminum cans in my face, you know, that's a normal response. I'm so. not saying it's not. I think that that's the kind of stuff that I want you to be doing. That If you call me and tell me that you did that, I'd go, good, that's the healing process. Oh, is that? Okay, that's yeah. the healing process. That's part of it. You've got to go self-abuse. through the shit. You have to self-abuse. You have to, not, not every, you don't have to, but... Yeah, I mean, these are the stages of breakups, of grief, of trauma, of coming out the other side as a master See, of disappointment. You have to go and through I would the argue, shit. And I, and I would argue that going through a divorce does not count as trauma. I, I mean, I... As I, someone I that's some gone through have... it... Hey, my mom was married many times and divorced, and that should be... You could say, wow, wow, as a kid, that's trauma. I've been divorced three times. It sucks. It is, it is hor- you know, it's horrifying in its own way. But does it compare to, say, you know, watching your best friend blow up in an Iraq IED? No, it's not <laughs> the same. It is not the same. It's not even in the same motherfucking category. Of course not. So trauma is not what one I hear, thing. I'm... Yeah. Well, no. Actually, trauma trauma has a pretty defined. I mean, there is a psychological definition of what trauma is, and I guarantee you, heartache doesn't count. I wrote a fucking essay about it, dude. It's in the next book. Just so you know, I've been working on uh, "Belief Is a Bulldozer," which is my follow up to "Belief Is a Sledgehammer," and there's an entire. There's an entire essay about uh, performative trauma and the difference between real trauma and look at me, look how sad I am trauma. Okay, but there is a... Oxford defines it as a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. Now, that is on a spectrum. And the trauma of a divorce, for your divorce, versus the trauma of, a, of somebody else's divorce that has... That is takes longer than a week to get through. That has well, yes, twenty five years say it's behind it. Kids and all the other, their finances intertwine. I, I mean, don't have that all could that. Could be more traumatic for them. But if Again, it's, I, I mean, would I, you I would you we're, say we're t- would you say that this divorce, or at least the first week leading up to it, was deeply distressing or disturbing? 
Um, I don't know if it was. Yeah, it sucks yeah. like fucking balls. I'd say that that was. I okay, mean, it was sure, shit disturbing for me. Here's here is according according to uh, uh, the books, and, and, and this is actually a book. Uh, the definitions of traumatic events, and this is according to psychiatrists far more learned than you and I. Definition of traumatic events that are like psychologically considered. Physical pain or injury, mm-hmm. with severe car accidents, so like serious illness, war, natural disasters, terrorism, witnessing a death, rape, domestic abuse, or incarceration. Those are those are traumatic events. Divorce. Now, I, now I will argue. Witnessing it's a death. Potential. I watched my grandfather die, but that wasn't traumatic. That's a traumatic. That, but those. But that's the thing is that is considered a traumatic event. That if you are going to be diagnosed with severe trauma, that's that's sort of the rubric. Right. And so breakups and divorces. Now, while I will argue there is some element of terrorism in this particular situation, perhaps a witnessing of death. And definitely some elements of domestic abuse. I'm being, I'm joking. You yeah, know I know. I'm joking. I know. Um, but you know, it's like no, I don't think I, I, do, I do not feel like I'm traumatized. I feel like I got beat up a little bit. I feel like uh, I'm deeply, deeply unhappy, and things have spun a little bit out of control. But uh, in 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 terms of the Don Hall wellness check, I am doing far better than almost anybody i've known in the similar circumstances do you feel that your optimism is returning or is at least mm-hmm. sent you an not email yet. saying i'll be back soon anything like that not yet not yet i still feel uh, quite pessimistic about my own future um, you know and it's one of those things that's interesting i i because I, i've had time to kind of break those things down there is a di- i didn't realize there was a difference but apparently there's a difference for me between optimism about my own future and optimism about the world's future, future and my yeah. optimi- yeah my optimism for the world's future is still is still pretty intact but my optimism about my own future is way stunted you know i don't i don't really see i don't really see any kind of the i mean the only way forward i see is just keep keep walking down the road yeah. i mean that's the only that's what the fucking road's for is to keep walking on it if you stop in the road you're dead so you got to da- david banner that shit yeah. just keep on moving yeah yeah and so yeah so I, I don't have a whole lot of optimism about my own life right now but i i i i think if, if i just keep doing things and doing things that i like to do i will eventually recapture that Speaking of Speaking walking of the future. down the road, well, <laughs> yeah, the future and walking down the road. So, how do you feel about the future of the future for <laughs> for women? For <sighs> it's not just a woman. I mean, it's a woman issue. Could, I mean, unless you're it's a daft as issue. fuck, it is, we're talking about the, the thing potential is, to yeah. repeal uh, Roe v. Wade. Wade being repealed. And the thing is, here's the thing I think is interesting. It is absolutely a women's issue, and the reason it it's is, not but a it's man's also a issue, family issue. Well, no, I, I'm back out. Let me finish my sentence. It's a woman's issue because the law only targets women. Fair, okay. It's not a law that targets men. Men, if 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 they yeah. if, if basically they say if they say in Texas if you have an abortion you've killed a human and we're going to imprison you, which that they haven't gotten that far yet, but they will. Um, they don't they don't say they're going to imprison the man. So this is without any question a woman's issue. 
And it is not a trans woman's issue because trans women can't get abortions because they can't have babies. This I, is a woman's issue, okay. and 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 that's and that's that's rough. That's I think it's, and, and, but that doesn't mean the rest of us shouldn't invest. But it means it means this is it's the only law. I, can, I mean, aside from Jim Crow laws, you know, uh, you know, it's it's one of the very few laws I can recall existing that targets one specific yeah. half of the population and the other half is completely the, when Plessy v. Ferguson in the, in the clear it's a yeah, Plessy yeah v. it's Ferguson. a ridiculous so fucking law it's there's a lot of talk around the well <laughs> god there's just been so much that is <laughs> has come out in the last two days since this just, leak yeah, occurred yeah. But there was there's an NPR story, and it, I think I saw a version of this elsewhere, but I read the NPR story about what what the justices that are, the, the conservative justices, Alito, uh, Gorsuch, uh, Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, Comey Barrett, 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 Thomas. Mm-hmm. I think that's them. That's them. Yeah. That's them. What they said about abortion during their... Um, uh, confirmation hearings and they all they lied even, even barrett coney barrett danced around it they had very political lawyer answers they lied i don't think that they lied as much as they did what good law scholars do which is use the use the english language to neither deny nor confirm. Yeah, this is this hairs. Bill Clinton going. It depends on what your definition of is is. It's yeah. Brilliant. This 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 is splitting you know. hairs. And the thing the well, thing but, I think is most interesting about this is that that they, they, I mean, there's no question they're going to repeal Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade, and that's the thing that's interesting. It's not a great law to begin with, because it's not a law that that legalizes abortion or reproductive no, it's, rights. It's it always been up to the state. It it is it is it is a constitutional guarantee that the states cannot prosecute, mm-hmm. and that's not the same as like a constitutional amendment, which what we need. That's what I the thing about it is I grew up and you weren't alive when this happened, but the ERA was a big fucking thing for a long yeah. time, and they fought for the Equal Rights Amendment, and that was part of the Equal Rights Amendment, and they had arguments whether or not they wanted to include that in the Equal Rights Amendment, and they did, and that's one of the reasons why it was defeated. Right. And, and, but the thing about it is the Democrats have, they really have like two months. And if they don't, if they don't repeal the filibuster and actually make a, 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 a constitutional guarantee, um, then it is going to be up to the states. Now, what does that mean? It means that 13 of the 51 states are going to out, out and out make abortion illegal. I saw a report go, in, I think it was in the Atlantic, that was saying like 26 states could outright well, 20, ban it. No, thir- 13 are going to outright ban it, then another 13 are going to have severe limitations on it, and then the rest are going to have, like Nevada, it's part of our, it's part. It's like a, I think, I can't remember, think it's a statute. It's not a constitutional mm-hmm. thing, but it's a statute, so if the government decides they want to change it, then the populace has to vote on it. So that's just that, and then there's California, which is complete. Um, that's that by itself is problematic. I, one of the things I read, I read uh, that Missouri is now uh, proposing a law that basically says any fetus, I- any unborn fetus that is within the state lines, 
is considered it I, I I'm not making this up is considered a resident of Missouri. So that means like if you're so driving if you're driving if you, through if, if you're driving oh, through and you stop off. at a fucking then your baby because and if you then go to California and have it aborted then you've committed murder according to Missouri and they can extradite that you. That's is I mean that's shit. Well, that's well, the game. The game is just we're going to see how far the, they can go with this shit. The dangerous thing is so in the confirmation hearings of those five justices they did say something to the effect of um, press. You know, they're talking about precedent. Um, these what do they call it? Uh, super, super precedents, which are things that have been it that have been laws for decades that people don't You're challenge like fifty anymore. years. Yeah, the, yeah, but, like but, fifty but years, on, like Roe v. Wade, fifty years. But they don't challenge them. That's that's the case that like that Alito's making now yeah. is that it's not a super precedent like Plessy v. Ferguson or. Brown, Brown versus not? Board of Education, because nobody has ch- challenged Brown v. Board. Nobody has challenged Plessy v. Ferguson. People have been yeah. challenging uh, Roe v. Wade since 1973 mm-hmm. for, the, 50, for the, the near 50 years. So that's yeah. why they're saying it's not a super precedent. That, uh, that's bullshit. I mean, that's oh, language okay, games. Okay, but that's bullshit. But it's language I, games. I get it. The problem, Anything that's been a precedent for more than a generation has to be kind of considered pretty much established law. I, I would agree. And, I would and agree. And the, the thing that's interesting is I remember uh, Alito, I think it was Alito, I'm pretty sure it was Alito that, that wrote about uh, George Bush v. Uh, Al Gore. Gore, yeah. You know, when they basically, yeah, when they handed it to him, they made a point to say this is an isolated event and will not be considered precedent. However... Gore, Gore, I can't remember if it was Bush v. Gore or Gore v. Bush, but that that law, that the law they did that that one isolated incident has been used over a hundred times to support precedent. So, the, so they're full of shit. Yeah, they are. And just a quick fact check: Alito was um, nominated by Bush. Okay. He he took he took the bench in '05. So then it must have been uh, whoever the fuck it was. Scalia, Scalia, it yeah. was Scalia. I knew yeah. it was one of them. Uh, one of the Italian, one of the Italian SCOTUS guys, and it's a, a big point that a lot of the essayists and the the political thinkers, and I think even Biden said it to some degree, and very clumsily uh, for sure. Well, that, you know that this opens the door, maybe even the floodgates for repealing other rights. Oh like yeah, all kinds of marriage. privacy rights. And, yeah, yeah, all oh, the yeah. privacy rights. And the, the difference between this, Roe v. Wade, and Plessy v. Ferguson. Plessy v. Ferguson was repealed because it restricted rights. It restricted yes. rights. That was the problem with it. Roe v. Wade gives rights. Now they're taking well, rights away. It is restriction. Not it, no, and, see, and, and again, and if that's we're gonna problematic play the hair, for me. In, in if, you, if you're going to play the hair splitting, is the argument? Your argument is that it expands rights to women. Their argument there, and I say they, yeah. and I say they with a big capital T and red yeah. letters. Their argument is that it restricts the rights of the unborn. So ultimately, it's but, the same argument on different sides of it, and it really just depend, depends on whether or not it's like I remember. I remember, and this was when I was working at the casino. I remember this guy. Got into a conversation with him. He's a trucker. He was lonely, so he really wanted to talk. And I was walking the parking lot, that kind of stuff. And so we get to start talking. And I, and I figure out about halfway through that this guy is 
And I didn't notice at the time, I didn't notice until after we were done that he was wearing a MAGA hat, which I think is quite progressive of me to be able to not How even How do you notice not notice that? that? Yeah. No. Well, I just wasn't even well, paying you attention know what? to it. But. You have clearly, you have a history of not noticing things that are pretty fucking obvious. This is true. As I've said, my judgment is highly, highly suspect. But at one point, he started in. He started in on abortion rights, and, and, and so he starts asking me questions about it. And I thought, what a, what a thing gonna, for two white men to talk well, about. Why not? I'm not going to. Well, the oh, thing is, fuck. I'm not going to get. I, I thought I can't. Or I don't want to get into this argument. This guy said, "No, I like. I think we should kill all babies." He said, "What?" I said, <laughs> "I think kill." I said, I think killing babies is fine. <laughs> babies suck. I said, have you ever had a baby? The babies suck. They're needy and they're mean and they're destructive and they ruin your house. And they're not that smart or interesting. They don't get your jokes. So yeah, no, I'm all in favor of killing babies. And he had no comeback to that. And that was the end of that argument. Yeah. Yeah. And I am. I am in favor of killing babies. Rock and roll. They make <laughs> great sandwiches. The thing is, is that as a parent, like the rights of the unborn, first of all, they don't have any fucking rights. They don't even have a name yet. They don't have a birth certificate. There's no proof of life other than whatever's swimming around in the mother's belly. Like, as far as legalities go, they have no rights because they don't exist yet. So that's well, first of all. Second of all, okay. as, a, all right. as a parent, from the moment your child is born, yep. you have absolute domination and control over everything that they do that slowly goes away tiny tiny increments through the years until they're 18 that's interesting you said that so i have every right to make horrible decisions for harry now at this point i can't i can't beat him i can't hurt him i can't uh, starve him, you know, like I can't cause him harm. But he's a, he's an existing human. I can't do that to the new kid. Come July 28th when the new kid is here, I can't beat him up now. But when they don't exist on paper. Uh-huh. Well, that's the argument. That that's is the, the ultimate parental David, that's the argument. control. David, for, there are two things parental, that I'll say. First of all, control. That parental. There are two things I'll say. Is number one, that that is the argument at hand yeah. is that if you are if you are part of the, and you know let's let's try to take it as as an honest rather than it's just you know red state versus blue state shit. Yeah. If you are an honest evangelical Christian and you you, you know and you believe that then then your argument is that that unborn child is in fact a human being. That's the argument. Now, whether or not that flies and their in the birthday face of science, then is the day that Spunk was shot through a and that's and, cock and, to and a, that's the a argument. Pussy. But it's, but I will yeah. also go. I will go one further because I agree. I agree with you that that the parents uh, that that children only have the most limited of rights, and that parents, for the most part, have that control. Yeah. And and you know who else? You know you know who else is saying that exact same thing that you vehemently disagree with? Who? The people behind the don't gay say don't say gay law in Florida. They're saying parents should decide whether children are introduced to gender reaffirming concepts, and they're saying we're parents and our children don't have the mental capacity. We do not want to allow because our children are our children. Now, mm. here's the thing. Okay, interesting. Okay. This is yep. this is why we're ha- this is why we're having this argument is that it it has very little to do with. The real definitions, uh, any kind of definitions, any of that. What it boils down to is, I want 
I want my kids and I want children and I want I want the rights I want, but I don't want you to have the same rights. And that goes for both sides of the argument. The most legitimate people that I've heard, and I've you know, those things I I, I looked I wrote this a long time ago, is that abortion rights are the same as gun rights. And the way I say that is that if you try to abridge any, like even a reasonable restriction on on abortion. Well then, you are the fuck. You're Satan. Yeah. And if you try yeah. to put, and, and and if you try to have any reasonable gun control measure placed, then you're anti Second Amendment. And it's like that's a ridiculous and completely right. inoperable way for democracy to work. You know, you got to find that middle ground. Yes. And if you can't yeah. find that middle ground, and what I think is probably going to be really interesting, and I'm I I, I I'm very interested in because the big thing that I'm interested about. Because I think, okay, yeah, the, you know, we're all right. So we're going to have to fight for reproductive rights. But if we're smart, and we're not smart, no. But if we're no. smart, then what we do is we don't fight for the same shit. We fight for an expanded and redefined sense of what reproductive rights means, yeah. in a pragmatic way, on a nationwide basis. What's going to happen in the short term is that. About half the country is going to say abortion's wrong and we're going to make it illegal. And the other half of the country are going to say, come on in, we'll kill your babies, and we will have that. Until we get some adults in the goddamn room that can actually govern, can actually co- have a conversation with each other and say, all right, we think reproductive rights is absolutely the right of every man, woman, and child, but mostly women in this case because mm-hmm. they're the ones that actually reproduce. Yeah. And and we have to take into consideration that parents and church leaders and people have a very specific point of view. The reason it's so contentious is because one side said, we're going to fucking do it whether you like it or not. Look mm-hmm. at us killing the babies. And the other side will say, no. fuck you. You don't care what I say, so I'm going to protest you and I'm going to do everything. And in the democratic process, what has just happened over the course of the last 10 years, is exactly what democracy is. Well, so okay, so there's... It's there's, not there's good, small, but it's still democracy. There's a small flaw in your, your gun control okay. abortion uh, control uh, argument, in that when a woman has an abortion, it harms nobody but the unconscious unviable fetus and I say unviable because I think every state that allows abortion doesn't allow it past what like 26 weeks when the baby could live on its own I think that's right? about right yeah which is I think that's reasonable I think that's reasonable fine it's well it, you think that's reasonable else, it's David. middle ground well, you hang think on, that's hang reasonable on. but if you're an evangelical Christian that you think that life begins at yeah, conception but you know what you see you can't roll no, your eyes and say that's bullshit because they hang just on. are over those very people have just made it possible to overturn Roe v. Wade you cannot ignore no, them because you I think know they're that. stupid I'm not ignore I don't think they're stupid I think that they're selfish well that's fair okay the, and Maybe stupidity, stupid, stupidity. Jesus, stupidity leads to selfishness. Yeah, you're really. Or, I, yeah, you're making I'm a fucking, great case yeah. today. Knock with him the, out of the park your, with my with your parental, yeah. parental and stupidity. I don't. I don't want to. My 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 approach to parenting is not to be stupidal. That's really <laughs> my goal. Uh, no, it's that the 
an abortion doesn't hurt anybody, including the fetus that is unconscious. It it feels nothing. It doesn't at that state. It it just it doesn't. It it, it doesn't know. So so with what you're gun, saying is if you rights, can't feel if if you can't feel the pain, then then it no, doesn't matter if we kill you. No. Yeah, because then let's just if that, sho- shove them full of Novocaine and then fucking beat them on the head. No, no I just <laughs> no, it just means I'm gonna I'm just gonna go to the the, the nearest comma ward. I'm just uh, anybody or coma comma the comma ward. Jesus, what no, is the coma happening? ward. We're just losing our minds. No, I'm gonna go to the nearest coma ward. They can't feel it, so I'm just gonna jab ice picks in their fucking heads because they can't feel it. Well, and, but some, and I'm not some, saying that I some agree comma with that. patients can feel pain. Yeah, well, or, I'm saying they can't. But anyway. But no, what, what, I'm, what I'm getting is, at is I, this. I am all the, for abortion, but I also have to say that if we are going to actually create any kind of legislation that actually meets the needs of the moment, we have to assume some culpability yeah. for the issue, and we also have to give some... We have we to have give have a to compromise. We, we have to compromise, compromise, of course. That's the issue with with gun rights. Like, and I've I've written about this. We've talked about this a lot. I know you have. I I like guns. They're fun to shoot. I don't have any big boom boom guns in the house. I've got some Nerf guns that are a lot of fun to play with. I've written about that too. Um, but with with gun control versus abortion, when the abortion happens, nobody gets hurt. This is it's not a public risk. With gun control. There's risk because if we just say anybody can have an AK-47, anybody can have an M-16 or a Tech-9 or whatever, that puts people at risk versus let's limit the type of – because you can't carry a bazooka around. You're Why? right. So because that's words, a danger. The, so, the comparison is if you have a gun and you only shoot someone that's not smart enough or, 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 or can't feel anything, well, then it's okay. No, I'm saying that – My point is gun rights your argument, and abortion it, rights your argument, are, your argument are apples that and abortion pencils. De- no, I don't think it is. Is if your if your argument is that abortion doesn't harm anyone, then you are that you're basically saying I disagree that that abort that fetus is a person, and that is right there. That's the issue. The issue is you don't see, and I don't either. I think it's just tissue. But the argument made by the extreme right and the religious okay. right specifically okay, fine. Fine. is I get that it. that is a it. human and that person is being harmed. Fine. That's then, what they're saying. Then it's a public safety issue with gun rights versus a God, private, a, a private domestic issue. And those are yeah. different things. Domestic issues, that's, keep that shit in the home, deal with it there. No. Public safety and I agree issues, with you. you know. Yeah, I completely agree with my comparison to abortion rights and gun rights is not it's the, the extreme, logical. The extreme it's it's the reaction. And, it's, yeah, it's the yeah. reaction. That if that. you try to compromise on anything when it comes to abortion rights, you try to abridge abortion rights in any way, shape, or form, the pro-choice lobby will go ape shit. You're the you're the fucking devil. You're Hitler. If yeah. you try to abridge any gun rights of yeah. any kind, the tiniest one, they're going to go ape shit, and that is not productive and that's why we don't solve these problems what was the the picture that, that the meme that uh our buddy jared sent this morning it was a, a cartoon of a woman wearing a t-shirt that had a gun with a no smoking sign through i don't know what you yeah. call that thing other than no smoking sign the is there like a name for that sign the circle with no the smoking cross? then the no smoking the sign. ghostbuster I sign i don't know what anyway with sure. the, so there's the gun and then the, the no smoking sign and then her text bubble is abortion is a constitutional right. 
Which is kind of to your point. I mean, it was funny, but it's, it's yeah. a little to your point. But these are the arguments yeah. being made. Yeah, these are the arguments being made, and we've got to, we've got, if we want to, if we want to, because right now, I, what I hope happens is it, I don't, I, I actually don't believe it, because I think that the, the left is so fucking splattered and fractured in so many different directions. So is the That right, I don't think though. it's really going to rally them. This, this but is I would the love, rally well, but I would love, this, this is, that's and what that's what worries could, me, is like, this, this is, is, all right. I, I, I'm, I was listening to the radio again, NPR, because I'm such a liberal. Uh, they they were talking about they I don't remember who they had on but it was some somebody on the left of things saying I think it was a politician fuck I don't know but like we are invigorated and empowered to get out and vote and did it did it like yes 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 and no we're really not well but that's fine like let's just give them that that's fine go for it my no, my initial reaction when this leak came out about the abortion ruling was, well, that's not going to be good for the midterms because this, for all the splintering is, that's happening on the right, this is the wedge this issue. Is the united this is thing. The thing. This, yeah, they this are the going thing. to fucking mop the floor with our dead baby asses. Like that is, we're, I, 2022 is going to be an ugly fucking midterm. And now, gang, it's Rorschach of the news. In the news, J.D. Vance. Is this the motherfucker that said if his daughters are getting raped, they should just lay back and enjoy it? No, 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 that's not oh, the same. Well, that, that was, that was somebody a woman. else. Yeah, that was a woman. This is the guy a who... woman? Uh, yeah, that was a woman. Um, we can talk about her later if you want. Um, I thought that was fucking fed. No, she got defeated. She... She got defeated. J.D. Vance was the guy that was an anti-Trumper. He wrote "Hillbilly Elegy," um, and then and then uh, he uh, he basically was chosen by Trump to uh, participate in the Republican primaries for Senate in Ohio. He was Trump's golden boy, and he won the Republican primary. So he is now the Republican candidate for U.S. Senate in Ohio. It is also a win. For Donald Trump uh-huh. as the kingmaker, so what do you think of that? Uh, well, first, uh, it was Robert Regan was a GOP candidate who told women to enjoy rape. He oh, really? Lost, I thought it was a woman. Race. No, he lost his race, and it flipped. The reason it was a big deal because it flipped a red district in Michigan that had been red since like 1993. When when was this? This is recently. Yeah, last night. I swear yeah. to God, I thought it was a woman. I'm wow! I really misread that. Okay. Well, you know, gender's no, fluid. Gender's fluid. It's, you know, it's true. It could have. Yeah. It could've, maybe. Yeah. Transgender. He man, started out sure. as a woman. By the end of the election cycle, she it was, was a, man. a man. Yeah. Anyway, um, change your name to Caitlin. What? What? So the JD Vance Donald Trump. I mean, that's points in Trump's corner. I mean, that's that's on. Yeah. That's on. This does not bode well. This does not bode well for the uh, midterm elections, I think. It's it's early. It's a one-off. Trump has been struggling and it's Ohio. otherwise. And it's Ohio, and it's which fucking is a Ohio, fucking so. terrible place anyway. Okay. If, yeah, if, I remember, if, you're, I remember, if you're not a diehard MAGA, it's a terrible place. I remember in 2015 where everybody was like, no, Trump will never, never be... Uh, Never be president. I remember that right, exactly. I, I, yeah. So we'll, I, I mean, we'll I, see. I, like it's. I it's, learned to uh, to never underestimate Trump. You no. can't underestimate him because that is ultimately his his. But it's I'm his also fucking superpowers that he's underestimated yeah. and manages to somehow rally these fucking mouth breathing assholes to vote. And I'm like, 
The thing is, I'm not scared that Trump's going to be president. Uh, I don't think he's going to be president. I don't think but Trump I do will be think, president. I don't think he'll but be president. But we said that last time, too. See, that's what I'm saying. All right, number two. Number two. <laughs> 1970s or 80s woman's body found in a barrel of Lake Mead. Oh, love Lake it. Mead, Lake Mead has gotten so drought that, that now barrels are starting to show up, and they found a body of a woman that had been, they said, was killed in the late 70s or 80s. Was it, was it a woman? Yes. Okay. That's what they said. Uh, well, you know, and maybe, it, maybe if Roe v. Wade had been repealed back then, this wouldn't have happened. Number three, Dave Chappelle gets attacked on stage. Hang on, can we go back to that? Because I, I do. All right, go back. To it. <laughs> I just, I thought you really put a beat on that. No, so I, I mean, just moved on. Yeah, I, I should have, but I can't leave well enough alone. So, uh, Lake Me. <laughs> in the in the story that I read, my favorite part is like w- authorities talking about like this barrel did not wash up on shore. This is because we're running out of fucking water. Like that's the subtext yeah, yeah. of this story. Yeah. Is, like, yeah. So a person water. was shot, gunshot, killed him, stuffed in a barrel, and they were dropped hundreds of of feet offshore into into one of the largest reservoirs into one of the largest reservoirs in the world. This yep. thing was dropped originally. They were saying that like it was under one hundred feet of water. One hundred feet mm-hmm. of water is a lot of pressure. That's fucking deep. Yeah. So that they're like, this did not wash up on shore. It just kind of like, oh, here I am it because just, the water drained has, out. Yeah, well, it, not, it that, hasn't drained out. It's we've been in a well, twenty-year drought yeah, in the West. The yeah. water has evaporated, and well, it's, and it's, it's also drained. It's, it's so evaporation. Severe. It's not getting refilled, yeah, and, and more some, people are using yeah, it. And yeah, 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 yeah. So everything's working against it. But like, that's the most fucked up thing to me. Is like, this is, if nothing else. A call to arms and action for what are we going to do about the drought in the West? Because we got to keep these bodies buried, y'all. Like we can't just have yeah, we can't just have mobster, barrels popping mobster, up, dead mobster wives popping up everywhere. Because right. man, they're dead. There's no way to prosecute. All right, number three, James Chappelle gets knocked over on stage during a concert. I just feel it's like attacked. Like all the stars are aligned. Like there's a lot of great timing. You and your divorce, mental health awareness month. Uh, Johnny Depp, women's <laughs> w- women's rights, and you know the woman getting shot in the head. But I don't know. Uh, but didn't Chappelle make some joke about how they need to increase security? Like everybody that wants That's to exact- get him are like anti are trans people that are pissed at him. That was exactly his point. He was making a joke about needing extra security against transgender, and all of a sudden this guy jumps up. And I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, or it was the they. But they had a, a pistol that was not actually a pistol. It had a knife in it. It shoots knives. No, it just has what it's like one of those novelty things that your uncle gave you because he because he wanted you to think you were cool. It looks like a gun, but then you press the thing and it's like a switchblade. Either way, badass. And that's yeah, that's what he had. And then, and the funniest thing, if you watched if you watched the video, he tackles him and then runs away. Yeah. I mean, like, he doesn't even, like, get after and, like, try to kill him. He knocks him down and then runs off stage. And then, like, 15 dudes run after him and catch him. And so I thought that was interesting. I thought, wow. Apparently that's, Jamie uh, Foxx was one of those dudes who... Jamie Foxx, like, yeah, stopped him? I think that's right. Him, caught I think, him. And, I think I read that. He was backstage. Yeah, I, yeah. I also heard that Chris Rock said, was that Will Smith? Which, love that's, it. 
Perfect. Fucking you got eleven. Going. Number four. We gonna we gonna get rid of the filibuster or not? We are not gonna get rid of the filibuster. It's just not gonna yeah, happen. I, it, it won't happen. I don't think so either. And I this is something I've I've read and read about it. I still cannot wrap my head around if if it's good or bad for democracy. Because I know the Democrats are right now like they, they have the power. Like we need to get rid of the filibuster. But before when they weren't in power, they're like, no, we need to keep the filibuster, which is typical. Hemming and hawing, political yeah. bullshit. Well, it, the the, fil- the thing is, the filibuster is, and I, and I the, the guys that are on the on the the left that I think are are on the right track, but I don't think they're going to get any traction. Is if they brought back the talking filibuster, um, the talking filibuster basically requires that if you are going because right now the rules are, you don't even have to show up and just say we're going to filibuster, and it means there's no yeah, vote. that's bullshit. But they need to bring need back Mr. The Mr. Smith, Smith goes to Washington. Mr. There Smith go. goes to Washington, where you have to fucking yep. stand on there and talk until you can't piss yourself. Although enough. the problem with fucking that work is, for it. I will listen to Jimmy Stewart filibuster all day long, as long as he has to. But I don't want to fucking hear. That's actually a worse Jimmy Stewart impression than Dana's, and and that's saying something. That hurts in a way that I can't define yet. But okay. I'll I'll Number say that. Five. I got therapy tomorrow. No, hang on. I went <laughs> Oh, okay. The problem with the filibuster is like, yeah, listen you're, to Jimmy you're Stewart. You're hitting the beads and I'm like, let's just move on because you really nailed edit it. Okay. it out. All right, moving on. Student debt. <laughs> uh, I don't care because I didn't have student debt. No, um I mean, it's in the news right now. Yeah. Joe Biden is saying that he is going to eliminate like $10,000 per student student debt. What, what, what are your thoughts? I'm fine with that. I think that student debt is absurd. I think that it is... I think it's fine. Like, pay for college, take out loans, pay them off. But the insane uh, interest rates and the way that they go... Like, the, the business of student loans is disgusting and insulting and offensive and harmful. And that shit has ruined it. So yeah, get rid of them. Get, just get rid of them. And see, if I hear one see, more person say, well, I'd pay off my student loans, I don't give a no, shit. Here's, I don't give here's a shit. the issue that I think is born, most interesting were born too is, early is if, if, he, if, if Joe Biden were to eliminate all federal student debt, the idea, and I know that's the Elizabeth Warren idea, that's the Bernie Sanders idea, there's that the idea is that then all of these poor people who are burdened with student debt will suddenly be relieved of that debt. But the reality is it's mostly going to help people that are already rich. It's mo- like by and large, like overwhelmingly. But if you're already the people rich, that what doesn't need- help you? I mean, come on. Fair enough. Is it going to help and the poor people last. too? Finally, what's the last one? The last thing in the news is so we talked about Roe v. Wade being our two. What is next? What's the next domino in the overturn? Of established rights, privacy. Is it gay marriage? Is it redlining? Is it uh, basic civil rights law? What's what's the next thing that this highly politicized Donald mm-hmm. Trump chosen Supreme Court? What's the next thing they're going to overturn? Gay marriage, maybe, because that feels like an easy target at this point. Okay. But they might, they might go for the. Uh, uh, we need John Beardmore now to. This, I'm gonna make a sports 
reference. What is the the field goal? Fuck, I don't know. I don't. They could take the easy layup. We're gonna switch to basketball. They could take the easy layup for two points, or they can take the half court shot. I feel like they're gonna take the half court shot with. What can we do with LGBTQ to keep them the fuck away from our kids or whatever their bullshit annoyance is, their grievance? I, I think that that's the next thing. I, and see, what I think is, uh, I think they're going to go with the easy layup because there's so much consternation. There's always tons. Of, there's already a ton of lawsuits coming out. What they're going to do is they're they're going to overturn affirmative action. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Because that because right now that, just yeah. like just like Roe v. Wade, there's a ton of lawsuits coming up. All they have to do is pick one that says this is against white people. They have to say this is against white people. So we're going to overturn affirmative action as a national stand, standard and constitutional right or, or or a program. And I think I think affirmative action is next on the list. God damn it! You know I'd love to say that. Well, people can just. Hire who they want. They don't. They don't need the government to tell them to hire, a, you know, to make diverse hires. But they do. They kind of have to, yeah. Because a it's lot kinda, of a lot of diversity hires to. are working in government because government's the biggest yeah. employer in the United States. So that would really, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! It's going to be a great. You know, I love the fact that in my fifties, I'm going to live the worst parts of the American experience in my in my waning in my final chapter of life. It's, it's the most selfish approach to freedom. It is so yeah. fucking selfish. It's shit that does not affect these people on the yeah. on a day to day basis that they are so twisted up about, and they just want to take shit away from people they'll never meet, they'll never see, that doesn't affect their life at all, and it's fucking infuriating. All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing uh, is a read. It's in the Atlantic. It is by Adam Serwer. Sorry, Adam. Uh, Racist. Racist? You You know, you need to start, stop judging people by their fucking foreign names. You're judging people by you their foreign names. You're mispronouncing. S e r w e r, sir. Were sure. Okay. It sounds yeah, like you, a misspelling. You, All right. Oh uh, God, you are so racist. Oh my God. The headline is Alito's plan to repeal the 20th century. If the conservative justices' draft opinion is adopted by the court, key advances of the past 100 years could be rolled back. All right. My first thing is I haven't seen it yet. But it launched as of recording. But by the time it, this drops, I will have. I can't believe I'm this goddamn excited about this. But it shouldn't be a surprise. Paramount Plus. Oh, Star Trek. This way. Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Uh, okay. I fucking. I mean, I loved. I love Discovery. All the fucking uh, you know red meat assholes thought. Oh, it's too woke. I loved Discovery. I loved every. It doesn't matter. It's Star Trek. Fuck off. This is if Captain Pike, who was before Kirk, was still the captain of the Enterprise. And, it's, and, and it is returning to the roots of the original Star Trek, where it's just going to be episodic, visiting different planets with different aliens. Mm. I cannot wait for this shit. That's my first thing. That's cool. I, I don't care about Star Trek. Yeah, you don't like Star I, Trek, but I, I, like, like, I love my Star Trek. I don't Trek. like it. I just... Because <laughs> I do like, I, I watched the original 
Yeah. I, I get it. I, I love I, it. I can't stand I how love much I love it. So I can't wait. I love that you're excited about it. I love that you're excited about it. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. And it is, makes you at happy. this time of my life, at this time of my life, in this particular two-week and three-week and four-week period, you deserve I like it. to have a few things to, yeah. to just sit and drink rye and watch fucking Captain Pike yeah. meet aliens with his crazy hair. I love that shit. Speaking of your two, three-week journey, I want you to watch Boogie Nights. And I want you to pay special attention to, to Willie Macy's character, Little Bill. And as you're watching Little Bill and his character develop through the film, what do you think about Don Hall? And then at yes, the I've end, when you, see that, Marky, yes. when you see when you see uh, uh, Eddie, Eddie Adams's dong, yeah, I want you to think of David Himmel. You know, and be like, yeah, wow, that looks a lot that. like David's nose. My second thing is also on Paramount Plus. Uh, it has not gotten great reviews, but I've seen the first three episodes, and I think it's a fucking gas. Miles Teller's The Offer. It's basically oh. a fictionalized account. Right From the this, book yeah. written by the guy that, that, that produced The Godfather and all the fucking shit they had to go through. And I got to tell you, Matthew Good as Robert Evans is maybe one of my favorite things I've seen ever. Really? I mean, I just, I love Matthew Good anyway, but man, as Robert, he is just, God damn it. It's so much fun. There's just so much, and, you know, granted, I understand if you're not into The Godfather, but just... You know, they got Coppola. They've got or a version of Coppola. Yeah. They've got a version of uh, Mario Puzo, who is hysterical because he's fat and his yeah. wife wants him to go on a diet, but he keeps eating fucking shit. That he's like, "What are you eating right now?" And he's got this giant fucking hoagie sandwich, salad. Yeah, <laughs> so it's 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 and and I'm not a big. The thing about it is, I've never been a big Miles Teller fan, and I think it might be because he was in that horrible fucking Fantastic Four movie. Um, That's and I where really, he's that, from. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, and it really and it really yes. bothers me because that was such a he bad. Is, fucking he is movie. good. I do like him, but but I'm telling you, he's yeah. fantastic. No, in this. Miles Teller is anything. Yeah, and and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and I can say this now that I'm divorced. Anything with Juno Temple in it, Juno Temple is the most beautiful woman alive. Juno Temple is God. I can't stand how much I'm. I just think she's Juno Temple. I have such a fucking crush on this woman. Oh. I can't stand it. She's in Ted Lasso. She's, in Ted she's Lasso. done a lot of indie stuff. She's British. And God damn it, she's really good in this. But I can't not look at her and just swoon. I just think she's the really? fucking bomb. Yeah. I love Juno Temple, man. I just think she's... Oh, she's... Yeah. Ooh, you know what, buddy? I got life. news for you. Yeah, she's probably... Yeah, I know. You got to type. Oh, there's no question I've got to type. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think she's smashing. Oh, buddy. You break my heart. Yeah, well, you know, that's why I'm never going to date again. I'm just going to jerk don't, off the porn Don't date, up. just fuck. Don't date, just fuck. Man. I'm not even going to do that. I'm just going to jerk nope. off like I was 17. Yeah. Uh, my next thing, and this should have been a last week due, uh, but being that the Kentucky Derby just happened, I want you to go and read Hunter S. Thompson's breakthrough oh. story. That was originally well done. published. Well done. In, I didn't know where you're, I did not know where you're going with this. Well done. Originally published in uh, Harper's Bazaar in 
What year was it? Hang on, I've got it. Oh here. God, it was. Just, uh, I'm like, sorry, not Harper's Bazaar. Scanlon's Monthly. No. Yeah, there you go. June fourth, nineteen seventy. The Kentucky Derby yeah. is decadent and depraved. One. Yeah. This was the thing that broke Thompson. This like this. this well, this, this is what moment. Gonzo. This this showed Gonzo journalism at its at its at its nadir. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And it, and it was the first pairing of Thompson and Stedman because in Scanlon's yes. Stedman's yep. artistry in there. Um, you can find it like the PDF of the original article just online. online yeah. Just go online. Yeah, it, is, yeah. it is a quick read. It's extraordinarily God, fun. God, it is it's so, so fun. much fun. It's so good. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, it's one. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. My third thing is really just for you. I want you to really start to gra- grip grapple with your with your racism and your mispronunciation. Mis- I can't even say mispronunciation. <laughs> your mispronunciation. That's not that's only racist to English people. Um, because the English <laughs> created the word uh, language. No, no. My third thing is a listen. It is a listen. I want you to listen to an episode of the Unspeakable podcast with Megan Daum. Okay. Um, and the episode, she doesn't number her episodes, but the episode is called When the Workplace is a Woke Place, Corporate <laughs> Jesus. Corporate, bra- corporate Branding versus Personal Beliefs. And what's really interesting, she interviews a woman that was the... Uh, the corporate branding manager of Levi Strauss, and that 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 you know they they bent so far backwards to appease the woke that they ended up destroying like half their departments because <laughs> they were trying so hard to appease a, a specific demographic of the United States. And it's it's a it, the thing of it is it's it's a remarkably well. I love Megan Daum. I love her. Um, I could listen to her talk, and I love her essays. But I really like the Unspeakable podcast because she ends up getting some people on there that are really smart and have really interesting things to say, and they have really, really, really good nuanced conversations. So I highly recommend, in general, the Unspeakable podcast, but specifically the the latest episodes, like two episodes ago, when the workplace is a woke place, corporate branding versus personal beliefs. I'm coming back, man. If I, if the woke shit's starting to interest me again, it means that uh, my my personal trauma, my PTSD that I'm suffering, yeah, you know, is uh, is uh, the bombs shooting off around my head, the shell shock that I've had from divorce. You think you think after three shell shock is offensive, things. Don? Yeah, I know. I'm racist. Ah, fuck anyway, off. Any, anyway, uh, one of the things that was very funny is when we went to the Jiffy Lube. Um, I mentioned. <laughs> Jesus I, I I mentioned to the guy that was doing my thing that I'd been divorced three times, and what? he looked at me and went, "Because I'm talking to they're human beings, and they're and what else am I supposed to do? Just stand there with my thumb up my hey, ass uh, when I check my oil? Hey, Jiffy Lube attendant, guess who's got a dingleberry that won't stop itching? <laughs> there you go, you know. But I don't know how we got in the conversation. I said, "No, I've been divorced three times," and he just looks at me. This is like this is a salt of the earth. He's a he's a Hispanic guy. He's like cool. He's working his job, and he looks at me. and I said, "Yeah, I've been divorced three times." He goes, "Yeah, maybe you should quit." Yeah. <laughs> you can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to two white guys holding court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>